This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. And now, in cooperation with police and federal law enforcement departments throughout the United States, the program that brings you authentic police case histories. Waterman's Pens and Waterman's Ink present Gangbusters. This nation is now in the midst of a serious crime wave, and we must stop the attempts of the lawbreakers to tear down here at home the very ideals for which we have fought. And so Waterman's Pens and Waterman's Ink are proud to present Gangbusters with Louis J. Valentine, former commissioner of the largest police force in the world. Commissioner Valentine will interview by proxy Harvey Scott, superintendent of the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Police Department. Commissioner Valentine. Well, Superintendent Scott, tonight's gangbusters case should be quite an unusual one. It is, Commissioner Valentine. How have you decided to start it? Well, in Pittsburgh, there was a certain professional wrestling school run by a pretty rough type of wrestler. He was known as Hammerlock. A few years ago, this Hammerlock walked up to the mat with a rather slight-of-build, pasty-faced man who had dropped in for a lesson. It'll lie down on the mat. This way? Yeah. Uh, you're a businessman? Yes, sir. Well, as you have on your business clothes, I can't show you much, but... I just wanted a demonstration. Well, all right. Now, you're flat on your back. But you've got to learn how to keep a man flat on his back. Yes. Now watch. I fall on my left knee beside you. Then I grab your right hand with my left hand. Yeah. Your left hand with my right hand. <laughs> you weigh a ton. <laughs> now, my right knee is free. I place it on your chest. Oh. Now, if you move an inch, I throw my weight on that right knee. And I can break every rib in your body. Will you hold me tight like that? Just to let me see how it would feel to, to, to try and get up. Yeah, yeah, all right. Now, go ahead. Just try to move. I hope I didn't throw you too hard. I just wanted to try my little trick against the professional wrestler. You... You must have busted my ribs. I guess I'll have to be going. And who are you? I never saw anybody move so fast. Oh, it's just a little hobby of mine. A little pet trick I like to try out against professional wrestlers. Well, I'm sorry, mister. I'll have to be leaving. I don't care what you say, Haynes. I'm packing up and leaving. Step in slips and undies, huh? Hmm? That trunk will never hold them all. Your boyfriend ain't gonna like you leaving like this, Cora. I'm bored stiff. So you're getting out. When I get this trunk packed. Uh, I'll bet all them lace under things cost a hunk of dough. He's so goody-goody. Well, he makes me sick. Hey, he's my pal, you know. Well, I'm too young. Read books, go to the movies. Look out, Kitty. I love you, but I'm packing. Kazara ain't gonna like this, Cora. Well, that's too bad. He's not even a man. 
There were only some excitement once in a while. Now, listen, kid. I've got to tell you something. I'm fed up with his goody-goody... What do you want to tell me? Will you swear never to tell? That good, huh? Will you swear? Okay. Cazera's been pulling jobs since 1923. He's robbed freight trains, maybe a dozen other places. And a couple of times he shot it out with the cops. Cazera. You ain't heard nothing yet. Cazera ran a gang that had this town on its heels. If it weren't for a bad break, Cazera never would have been caught. But they were scared enough of the guy to give him a wrapper from 10 to 60 years in the Western Penitentiary. Ain't you lying? Oh, no, sister. Not Cazera. You're teamed up with a guy who, if the cops knew who he was when they faced him, half of them would faint. I wanted excitement, but I I didn't bargain for all this. Yeah, you better get them pretty little undies back in the drawers before he gets here. Why, he, he wouldn't think nothing to kill me if he wanted to. You said it. Oh, oh hello, Haynes. Oh, hello, Kazera. Hello, honey. Hello, Kazera. I'm glad to see you. Oh, it's warm out. Yeah, it's kind of hot in here, too. It shouldn't be, though. Us living up on the eighth floor. I wouldn't mind a good, cool lemonade. Oh, well, the trunk. Oh, yeah. Um, while you were gone, I got a telephone call that my mother was sick. A, a heart attack. Oh, I'm sorry. I was packing to go see her, and then I called the doctor, and he said she was much better and I wouldn't have to come, so... Uh, so I'm unpacking. That's good. I'll help you to unpack then. Oh, well, uh, first... First, I'll fix you a lemonade. Oh, good. That's fine. Um, I'm glad you're here, Haynes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I just happened to drop by. Good. I'm glad you like Cora as well as you do. <coughs> I dislike that cat. Come here, kitty, kitty. Come here now, now. Now, nice kitty. <laughs> now, nice kitty, nice. You shouldn't have done that, Kazera. Oh, Cora loves that. The door to the hall. Oh, the cat just went out the door. Mm-hmm. Didn't I hear the kitty meowing? Where'd he go? He just walked out of the door. Get the mayor, I guess. Oh. Um, Cazero, why don't you take me dancing tonight? Oh, I, I can't tonight, Cora. I, I told Haynes I'd go for a walk with him in the park. I, I've got a few little things I want to talk about. Uh, who are you, then? You're a pretty tricky old gent, aren't you? Please, please, you'll... Put down the gun, please. A big wholesale house, and instead of a safe, you wrap your money all up in grease paper <laughs> and hide it here in your cold storage room. Get it, pal? Sure. Please. Please, it's all the money I got. You know, some people recently have been very foolish. They've tried to identify me to the police. It's a big mess of it here, boys. Just shove it in your bag. Now you, 
You won't identify me to the police. Please, I'm an old man. There's a lot of money there. Take it and go away. You got a big haul, boss. It was all done up in nice little packages. That's why I cased this place for a week. Now, Mr. Rich, your turn. Holy smokes, you threw him right over your head. Mm, the fall knocked him unconscious. Come on. Close the refrigerator door. Right. That'll hold him. Oh, icebox starting to freeze again, Kazera. <laughs> what do you know? Maybe you'll be frozen stiff. will have to give me a lot of attention tonight. Hey! hey what is this? Let go of me. What's the meaning of this, officer? Hold the girl and get Stop the cuffs that. on that one. Cut I haven't done anything. Now you. You're Kazera. That's right, officer. Don't you move a muscle. Frisk him, Sergeant. I haven't got a gun, if that's what you're looking for. We were just going out to eat and... Oh, 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 oh my... My heart. He's had one of his heart attacks. Well... That's a queer one. Uh, see what his eyes look like. Perhaps he isn't too bad off. Now, for you, copper. I've never seen nothing move so fast in my life. No, I've got the gun. Kazera, you... Killed him. I wasn't trying to kiss him. Well, you two will have to look after yourselves. I'm getting out. Well, what'll I do? No, I'm in on a killing. Hey, try to get these cuffs off me, Kazera. Hey, Kazera, you can't leave us like this. The identity of the gunman responsible for the killing of Detective Lorch and for many recent robberies has been established beyond doubt. Killer is Matthew Kazera. Five feet, eight and a half inches, brown hair, blue-gray eyes. This gunman is a killer and must be apprehended at once. Well, Superintendent Scott, with the identity of Kazira established and police on the alert for him, I know the rest of the case will be even more exciting. But right now... Every day, millions of people listen to Frazier Hunt report the news. This famous war correspondent and radio commentator writes, and I quote Mr. Hunt, The finest fountain pen I've ever written with is my new Waterman's Taperite. It writes as smooth as satin, makes such clean, clear lines, and to top it off, it's the best-looking pen of all. Well, thank you, Fraser Hunt. Friends, so many of you have been waiting patiently through the war years for a good quality fountain pen, 
you'll want to go to your Waterman's dealer and see America's newest pen, the new Waterman's Taperite. You'll want it the minute you lay eyes on it, sleek, slim, trim. You'll say, it is a beauty. And what a Christmas present a new Waterman's Taperite makes. I promise you, no gift will be received with more delight. But better start buying now because the demand will exceed the supply. You can get Waterman's pens and Waterman's pen and pencil sets, both the new Taperite design and the new Standard Point design, in a variety of styles and prices. Every one built to the standards of craftsmanship, which have made Waterman's pens famous for their superlative writing. For America's newest, finest pens, ask for Waterman. Now back to Gangbusters and Commissioner Valentine. Superintendent Scott, police bulletins had been issued for Matthew Cazera. Yes, Commissioner Valentine. But Cazera was as wary and cunning as ever. He had other plans. Yes? You Mrs. Flowers who runs this boarding house? Yes. Uh, have you a room I might rent? Well, yes, I, I do have a room on the ground floor and back. May I see it? Well, I, I had just about decided I wouldn't rent any more rooms to single gentlemen. Oh, why? I'm a rather nervous person and I... Oh, I don't blame you at all, Mrs. Flowers. You, you don't? No, not at all. I don't have any men rumors right now. I don't blame you, Mrs. Flowers. Oh, what a beautiful canary. Yes, I've had him ten years. You like canaries? I love them. And cats. Uh, may I just step in a minute? Well, yes. Yes, I guess so. Oh, oh what an attractive father. <laughs> I I'm Jonathan S. Brooks. Jonathan. Well, that's an old biblical name. Yes. Well, uh, don't you think I'm wise, Mr. Brooks, not to rent to strange men? Absolutely. But you know, Mrs. Flowers, I was just thinking, of course you'd really be safer to have one man in the house. Now, I never thought of that. Oh, yes, an emergency comes up, a drunk at the door, a, a leak in a pipe. I'm surprised you're not married, being so understanding of women. Well, of course, Mrs. Flowers, it's... As always, a first time. Well, that's so, I guess. <laughs> now, I, I wonder if you'd show me the room you were speaking about. Why, yes, if you'd like to. It's down at the end of the hall, this way. Thank you. Car one, calling headquarters. I'm getting your detective. I've just finished talking again with Haynes, Cazera's partner who was captured with Corey's girlfriend. Nothing new on the whereabouts of Cazera. Then, take your map of Pittsburgh, Bernanke. The one we divided up into squares. We'll have different squadrons cover each square for rooming houses. You're to take square five. Yes, sir. Step on it, Tom. Good afternoon, ma'am. We're the police. You operate this boarding house? The police? Why, yes. Yes, I'm Mrs. Flowers. Uh, won't you step in? Thank you. Uh, 
Do you have many men rumors? No, uh, no, I don't. Not now. See. Well, if you don't take men rumors, there's no reason to bother you. The only man here is Mr. Brooks, Jonathan Brooks. But he's really a... He's just like one of the family. Uh, Maybe he could help you. Where's his room? Uh, Right down the hall. I'll show you. You say that Mr. Brooks isn't really a rumor. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know what I'd do without him. Well, I really don't know if there's much sense in talking with him, then. Right here. Oh, Mr. Brooks is such a capable man. See, we're looking for a man who's a killer. A killer? Yes. Oh, then I'm awfully glad I've got Mr. Brooks staying with me. Jonathan? Jonathan? I guess he's not in. Oh, I just happened to remember. He must have gone downtown to do my shopping. Well... Uh, shall I have him call you at police headquarters? No. No, it's not necessary, as long as you say he's really not a boarder, but one of the family. Attention. Attention. The Consolidated Drug Supply House just been robbed and manager cruelly beaten. Manager has identified picture of Matt Cazara as the gunman. This killer must be caught. Approach with caution. I think I'll go downtown and do a little shopping, Mrs. Flowers. Well, well, yes, Mr. Brooks. Why, you seem so nervous. Oh, it's just all those radio broadcasts about that killer. Oh, you mean Cazera. Yes. I won't leave you if you don't want me to. No, 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 I'm all right. Well, then I'll, I'll see you later. I won't be gone long, Mrs. Flowers. All right. Operator. Operator. Number, please. Get me the police department. Quick, the police department. Police department. Detective Bonaki. This is Mrs. Flowers. I have a rooming house at the corner of Maine and Kelly. There's a man here. Oh, I'm awfully frightened. I I think he's that killer you're looking for. What? Cosera? Yes. We called at your place yesterday. You said he wasn't really a rumor. I, I didn't think of him as such, but I found a gun in his room. And I've been looking at him and thinking. I think he's dyed his hair, but I think it's him. Now listen carefully. If he's the one we want, he's a killer. Is he there now? No, he's gone out, but he'll be back. All right. I want to talk to my superiors, but we'll protect you in every way. I'll call you back around four o'clock. Well, suppose he's here. Pretend I'm somebody else. But listen to the instructions very carefully. All right. I'll be waiting. Hello? This is Detective Banaki. Are you alone? Yes. We're going to wait until after dark to take him. Yes? Nine o'clock tonight. Hello, Mrs. Flowers. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm on the telephone, Mr. Brooks. Oh, excuse me. Well, I'm... I'm awfully sorry, Harry, to hear about it, but I'm sure you'll feel better. I get it. But you must listen carefully. Uh, uh, When did the doctor say you should go to the hospital? Be in your sitting room at nine o'clock. Oh, that's a shame. If Cosera is there... Keep the shade up. If he 
isn't there, put the shade down. You got it? Well, I'm awfully glad you called, Hattie. Don't miss up on those signals. That's all. Oh, oh! I dropped the receiver. Somebody sick? Uh, yes, yes, a friend of mine. She's quite sick. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'll sit down and keep you company. Then if you'd like to, later this evening, I'll take you to the movie. Come in. Miss Flowers, this is Inspector Monaghan. How do you do, sir? Yeah, how do you do, Miss Flowers? We could tell from your sitting room shade because Zara wasn't here. But he'll be back any second. We're going to try to take him in this hallway. Now, the sitting room on this side. Blank wall all along here. His room is at the end of this hall. Let's see just where. That's his room. Mm-hmm. And there are the cellar stairs. Wasn't there a cellar door there? Yes, sir, but he took it off and didn't put it back. Hmm. All right. Let's get back up the front door. Now, there may be some shooting. I want you to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Detective Bernanke, we'll darken the hall so we can make a grab as soon as Kazera comes in the door. Right. Snap the light. Remember, this guy's dynamite, Inspector. There's the signal. Are you sure? Positive. That was no regular telephone ring. Charlie's watching the house across the street. I told him if he saw Kazera coming to have the operator just tickle the phone. Look. Turning in. That's him, all right. We've got to be positive it's Kazera, though. As soon as he closes the door, you jump from there. You'll be hitting him from that side. And lock his arms to his side. Quiet. Watch yourself. I've got him. Turn the light on. All right. All right, copper. I... I give up. Risk him, Bernanke. I've got his arms pinned. I'm through, coppers. I admit it. I'll give up. Here's his gun, Inspector Monaghan. A police revolver. The one he took away from Detective Lorch and then killed him with. <laughs> Can you beat that, Bernanke? He thought he could break away. Won't wake out of that beating till tomorrow morning, Inspector. Is, is the creature subdued? He's unconscious, but you stay up there. Well, we... Better get the cuffs on him and lug him out. Yes. Roll him over and put him on. Stop! None of your tricks, Gazette! No! This is a gun. I've got it ahead. And I'm using you as a shield. Shoot him, Inspector, even if he does shoot me. Drop your gun, Gazette! Stand back, Inspector, or I'll blow every brain out of this copper's head. I'm taking him with me to the end of the hall. And if you try to follow and move a muscle... I'm killing him. You won't get away with it, Kazara. Don't kill him. Stand back, I said. I've killed one cop, and I'd just as soon kill this one. Now, cop, I'm going to throw you down the cellar stairs and then kill the other copper. You throw me down the stairs, and you're coming to it. I'll get into this fight, too, Kazara. I've got my finger wedged in front of the hammer of Kazara's gun, Panaki. He can't fire. You Stand back, Panaki. You ask for this, Inspector. You're going down these stairs. Not without you, Kazar. You're all right, Inspector. 
Yeah. Instead of Kazara landing on top, I landed on top. But he tried to get my gun. I let him have it. Roll him over. A bullet through his heart. One through the head. This time, Kazara really is dead. Superintendent Scott, I want to congratulate Inspector Monaghan and Detective Vinocchi for getting this killer. Yes, Commissioner Valentine. And everyone in Pittsburgh gave a sigh of relief when they knew that Killer Cazera was finally dead. Now we come to one of the most important parts of our program, the broadcasting of police bulletins and wanted notices concerning persons, persons most urgently sought by the police at this time. These clues, which are broadcast by gangbusters as a public service to help combat the present crime wave, so far have resulted in the apprehension of almost 300 criminals, many of them murderers, kidnappers, and bank robbers. While these clues are being checked for last-minute developments, here's a word from Waterman. A doctor asks, I seem to write several hundred more prescriptions when I use Waterman's blue-black ink in my fountain pen. Can this be so? A secretary asks, does Waterman's blue-black ink go farther, or do I just imagine it? Well, the answer to both questions is, Waterman's blue-black ink does go farther, up to three times farther than any other inks tested by a nationally known independent laboratory. When you use Waterman's blue-black ink in your fountain pen, every filling means up to 6,500 extra words before you have to fill again. Why? Because Waterman's blue-black ink is all ink, no dilution, no solvent. So for greater writing convenience, to save time and bother, get Waterman's blue-black ink, only 10 cents at all stores. There are seven other brilliant Waterman's colors, jet black, washable blue, South Sea Blue, brown, green, purple, and red. All in the famous tip-fill bottles, and all only ten cents. And now, Gangbusters Clues. Gangbusters is the only radio program set up to broadcast throughout this entire nation actual clues to persons most urgently sought by the police. Attention, please. Attention, urgently sought on charge, bank robbery. Matthew Kimes and Olaf Alvin Rogers. These men alleged to have robbed State Bank at Morton, Texas. Forced employees and others into vault and escaped in stolen car with more than $17,000. Listen carefully to their official description. Matthew Kimes, K-I-M-E-S, 38, 5 feet 7 inches. 181 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes, ruddy complexion, heavy build, wears colored glasses most of time. Second alleged bank robber. Olaf Alvin Rogers, 39, 5 feet, 7 and 1 half inches, 120 pounds, dark brown hair, blue-gray eyes, tattoos, woman's figure on upper left arm, woman's head on lower left arm. Be on alert for Matthew Kimes and Olaf Alvin Rogers, alleged bank robbers. Texas authorities are seeking the slayer of Elnora Collins, 30, whose burned and bruised body 
was found in a lonely spot on the outskirts of Beaumont, Texas. The man most urgently wanted for questioning in connection with this murder is Riley Brown McCain. Listen carefully to this man's description. Riley Brown McCain, 40, 5 feet 11 inches, 150 to 165 pounds, ruddy complexion, dark brown hair, thin and gray, comb straight back, turquoise blue eyes, eyelids twitch when talking, speaks rapidly, wanted for questioning Riley Brown McCain. These are the clues of the persons most urgently sought by police tonight, November 24th, 1945. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. Now here's Commissioner Valentine. Next week, gangbusters will present Inside Facts on the last of the Wild West gunmen, a case history of a gangster's activities that covered close to half a century and ended in one of the most unusual ways I've ever come across. For the thrilling, authentic dramatization of the last of the Wild West gunmen, listen next week, same time, same station, to Gangbusters. And any time, anywhere, when you are buying a fountain pen or when you are buying ink, always look for the name Waterman. Gangbusters is a Phillips H. Lord production. Are you looking for a good investment, one that is absolutely safe, one that pays good dividends, one that proves your patriotism? Then buy victory bonds and hold the bonds you've already bought. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. <laughs>